So I guess we can just hop right into it. So we'll be talking about how we prepped for the holidays and what we did wrong, but also what we did right. Because this year is like the first year I finally feel like I did something right. Yes, I agree with you. It was definitely (laughs) (laughs) this was my first holiday season. And I was kind of just like, all right, I'm going to figure it out as I go and just learn for next year and for future years so I'm excited to dive into it so you said this was your first I didn't realize this was your first one like actual season yeah so I started um the Instagram for spicy stitching back it was two marches ago and I was kind of just you know posting things and work in progress photos and like I started my actual Etsy uh, right after the holiday season, I think like a couple days after Christmas, I was like, well, you know, I want to start on my 2020 goals a little bit early. And um, yeah, I mean, the only um, commissions that I was really taking before that was on Instagram and Facebook and anybody who, you know, would reach out to me. Um, but this was a totally different sort of audience that I was reaching. Yeah, it's always like, I mean, I've gone through, I guess with an Etsy store, it's technically been like six holiday seasons at this point, and I'm never, it was also different because this was my first one not in school, which I think changed a lot for me, because mm-hmm. I'm usually like worried about finals and stuff during school and trying to do this and buy my own Christmas presents for other people, which I didn't have to do this year, which was awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely understand that especially because my finals were the beginning of December and you know of course people are putting in their orders around that time and you see the orders pile up on your Etsy dashboard and all you can think is oh my gosh I have so many orders to get out yeah so did you notice like there was a particular time where because Etsy will track it for you for anyone who doesn't know your views and obviously the amount of orders you have did you notice that there was like a noticeable increase in views for the holiday yeah um so I think it was so um I sell a lot of political stickers um Mm -hmm. very very liberal stickers and I've Uh, gone pretty big with those so I think you know I had started listing those during the debates and getting closer to the election and then as soon as um, Biden and Harris won the presidency uh, and vice presidency my views just skyrocketed so that was I guess three weeks before Thanksgiving a little bit less than that so that okay yeah. yeah so that was a huge spike and then things tapered off a bit and then it went back to the huge spike um Thanksgiving, Black Friday, and beginning of December. So, I so think- you didn't really have a break because I know you also had um, you sold Wopsgiving stickers that went oh, pretty yes. well too. Oh yes, I was you know just prepping. Right, yeah. So mine was totally different then because I have done it for a few years, so I kind of knew the ebb and flow. So for me, I usually start getting more messages or inquiries about Christmas gifts. I would say probably around Thanksgiving time. I mean, a lot of people just don't think that far ahead. And I don't either when I'm buying gifts. Like when it's Thanksgiving, I'm honestly not even considering other people's gifts yet. (laughs) So I get like a lot of interest in the first couple of weeks of December, like right after Black Friday. I think a lot of people wait for me to have a Black Friday sale, which I never do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that's when I'll like notice that I'm getting more views or people that want 
stuff for the holidays. And this year, kind of like I knew it was going to happen. So I knew to prepare for it. Mm -hmm. um, and this was also, like I said earlier, my first year that I wasn't in school. Right. So I knew that I could take on a little more. I think we should kind of talk about just what our load was and how we came to decide how much we were going to take on for the holidays. Mm -hmm. So I guess I can kind of just talk about that a little bit. So my products, I've moved away from totally custom items, but a lot of them are still like pretty much a totally unique and custom product. And so that obviously takes a lot of time and it means that I just can't get out like a giant order volume, you know, like I'm not sending stickers out that as you know, takes time, but right, not the same. So I have to kind of prepare myself for that. <laughs> so my big, like my big win this year, the thing that I learned and actually did good on and I'm like proud about <laughs> is that I chose a day to stop taking orders for Christmas delivery. And then I took that day and made it a week earlier. <laughs> That's so smart. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> because yeah, because I knew myself and I knew that like whatever I thought I could do was not feasible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember like scrolling through Instagram and seeing that your deadline was I think December 3rd if I remember correctly or around Yeah, that. it was it was way early. I was like, "Oh my gosh, should I be doing that?" Like, should I I think mine was <laughs> December 10th for uh, stickers and then I did a little bit earlier for the embroidered ones just because, you know, like you said, you're making all custom things and that takes time. Like pieces could take up to a couple hours. So Yeah. You know, I was pretty lucky to have a good amount of hoops and sweaters and T-shirts, which were a lot bigger than I thought they would be, but also have enough stickers where I'd be able to just crank them out or um, for a couple of my designs, outsource them and mm -hmm. you know, not even have to worry about hand cutting them when my Cricut doesn't work or just, you know, um, going through different design versions. Like I had those made I had a website that I loved and I had done the trial and error a lot earlier which I think was just helped a lot and you know sort of allowed me to take on a larger load than if it was just all custom yeah that's another good point like the holiday season or like Christmas season is not the time to experiment with yeah. products <laughs> you didn't have yourself so that's good like first like make a day like make a cutoff date for sure was like a really good one for me. And also like not trying to experiment with anything during Christmas season. You don't have time for that. Like there's so many orders to get through. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and even like, you know, when I was starting out with stickers, like I went through, I mean, at least 20 different types of sticker paper. And if I was stuck having to wait on the sticker paper, you know, with the mail delays already to then find flaws, it just would have pushed me back even further and further and further. And that would mm -hmm. overwhelm me more in a, in a very overwhelming um, sort of state, like you understand. And, oh my God, yeah. Yeah, and some other, you know, hopefully some of our listeners who are also small businesses or, you know, um, have friends who are small business owners or whoever knows small business owners understand the stress of like what <laughs> the holiday season brings. I know. I feel bad that this is going to be one of our first episodes because I know that's going to like create some PTSD. <laughs> anyone who listens, but it's it's while it's on our brains. I don't know. I felt like it was a good time to talk about because yeah. got to prepare for next year already. A hundred percent. Like I feel like. It, let me know if you agree with this too. But like, 
you, you know, your business is just on your mind 24 seven, you're always thinking about new products and, mm-hmm. you know, did things get delivered, especially now with all the delays and stuff. And, you know, what can I expand and how can I make things more efficient? And, oh, you know, the holiday season isn't over. There's still New Year's and there's Valentine's Day and mm-hmm. St. Patrick's Day. Like every single month there's a new holiday. So it's like, when do you get a break to, you know, just calm down and relax? I feel like <laughs> doesn't yeah. happen. <laughs> yeah, I know. And that was another like a new thing for me too this year was actually having like holiday themed items. Yeah. I know you did a lot of them this year, but like that was something I had never done in the past because again, like, I don't have time to like, think about this stuff. Because the thing is, you know, we've talked about like, now is not the time to experiment. Mm -hmm. It's not the time to take an order for Christmas that gets shipped out the 20th of December. Like you have to, so if you want to release maybe like holiday items or themed things that you think will do well for the holidays, you have to have those ready. I think I had mine ready in October. Oh, wow. You're talking about the, um, yeah, the little barrettes that I yeah. did this year. And that was it. That was the only holiday themed item I did was those barrettes. And I had them ready, like, like I said, in months in advance, because I wasn't trying to mess around with those <laughs> during all this mess. And those ended up being a huge hit, right? Like people were just selling you out like crazy. Yeah, yeah. They, I did great with those. I'm actually going to make some for Valentine's Day now, too. Which, again, Valentine's Day is in February, and I already have, I know what I'm making, and I have them already ready in December, because plan ahead. (laughs) Yeah, no, you have to. You have to. And then you can also, you know, sneak peek ideas and sort of um, ask your followers or ask different groups or different platforms, like, what do you want to see? And, you know, which do you prefer? So you can get a better idea of, okay, I have this great product. Now, how do I tailor it to the ideal customer? And how do I make a lot of varieties without making more work for myself? Exactly. Make something. I don't, I mean, I don't mean to say like, how to make the most money, I guess. But it's true. Like you are a business. I I teeter between being like genuinely just excited about certain things or like, oh, I'm just being a creative with this idea and like being a businesswoman who knows the market and knows like how to sell things, especially for the holidays. Like those barrettes I knew would sell well for holidays because they're like a themed item. But mm-hmm. I know you had other stuff that you made for the holidays. So how, like, when did you start that process? How did you come up with what you wanted? When did you know, like, you needed it to be finished so that people could start ordering? Yeah. So the biggest thing uh, that I did, well, this year was, you know, I started with embroidery and cross-stitch. And then I moved to embroidering, you know, from hoops to clothing and then to stickers and then to ornaments. And the ornaments ended up being a huge hit. So Um, I had started doing digital portraits when I got an iPad back in June, like every other person in the pandemic, Uh you know, downloaded Procreate within 30 seconds of having it and just started drawing every person I knew and every pet I knew. And then when I was thinking about the holiday season, I was thinking, you know, what, what would be a great way to memorialize this year or some happier times that would be personal that would still stick with my brand but that could be sent out very quickly and could be made cheaply because you know like you said we are businesses we are trying to profit you put in a lot of money into your business you expect to make money off of it so I think I had seen 
somewhere on I think TikTok or Pinterest, somebody was making a different type of ornament, like the wood slab ornaments. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, wait, I could do that. But I decided to go with the acrylic discs. And let me tell you, those sold out on Amazon so quickly. So I had to sort of navigate that and go through different channels. And I, you know, ordered some and they didn't have holes in them. So then I had to go through a whole process of figuring out how to use a drill and like not, you know, hurt myself or (laughs) apartment. I'm pretty sure my downstairs neighbors hate me. But this was, you know, happening in end of October, early November. So I could start rolling them out, get them ready and have a three to five day turnaround time, depending on how busy I was mm-hmm. I mean, they were great people people love them and they did ship pretty quickly which I was happy about um, I was able to do a digital portrait within I don't know half an hour at most depending on how many people you mm-hmm. know, stick it on get the paint like easy and um, you know then people started sharing it and then I got more orders and then I just kept creating more and more and I had more content and it just ended up being a huge success. I'm really happy with how they turned out. And now I can uh, prepare better for next year by having the the ornaments in stock, like, without having to panic about buying them, you know, from eBay or whatever at an overpriced uh, rate. Uh, going with they did well, too. Artwork. I mean, from what I could tell, they, they were pretty popular. Yeah. I, I wasn't going to do things like, you know, live, laugh, love and our first pandemic. Because oh my God. First of all, I hope it's, <laughs> I, I was like, okay, no, let me make this like my entire brand is custom stuff. And while that's changed from just, you know, embroideries to now so many other mediums, I'm all about capturing moments that are special to people and making everything custom. So whatever I can make custom, like I'm going to try to do. Also when you're like, so, you know, you don't want to do things too early either so you want to make sure you have your products ready but also nobody wants to start buying christmas themed items you know in like us but yeah so then the other like i think big thing for me is not only cutting off orders on a certain day but also cutting them off once i have a certain amount of orders a hundred percent could not agree more because i know that you especially since yours are kind of like smaller items you at one point had like how many hundreds of orders on Etsy at like during Christmas? Uh, yeah, after the election, within 24 hours, I had like 532 open orders, and I. When Which I for anyone you, who doesn't I, like anyone who doesn't really understand what that means for someone who doesn't do Etsy full time, or even someone who does do Etsy full time, that is insane. Like that is so it, many. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was every three minutes I was getting new order, new order, new order. And, you know, at one point I was so happy that I had already figured out who I was outsourcing the stickers to. Um, and it was that day that I actually ordered like 1,500 stickers in one day and rushed shipped them and then kept buying more out of stress. <laughs> yeah, so I think I feel they, like what, they, I'm, they what I'm realizing is that our holiday experiences were like very different. Mine was so late yeah. back here and like did not really kick off until December, but yours just didn't stop. Yeah, it was uh, it was amazing, but wow. I mean, I was really happy to be done with finals so that I could jump straight into knocking out commissions, mm-hmm. trying to ship same day if possible. Which is crazy. Um, I never, <laughs> anyone who's bought from oh. my store, like, you're lucky if you get it within six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> 
but but you always have like hundreds of orders on deck. I do. I don't know how you manage. I do, and my customers are really great about waiting too. Or like if there's delays, they're really great about like waiting through the delays, whether it be my fault or the post office. But yeah, I think so. Not only like cutting off a time, like a day in time to cut orders off, but also like know yourself and know a certain number that you can't handle. Like I know when you had like that 500 something orders, I got like a panic, like set of texts from you that was like, look at what's <laughs> happening. Um, so I'd say that probably wasn't the best <laughs> thing that, that happened for you this holiday season. I think mine usually, it also depends on what you make. So my stuff is very time intensive and mostly bigger, like big ticket items, I guess I would say. And so for me, anytime, anytime, not just the holidays, Anytime I'm over about 50 or 60 items in the store is when I'll decide to either close for a little while or start telling people like your order is going to take over a month to get out to you. So that was the same thing with Christmas. I think even with holiday orders, the biggest I ever had at one time was like 70 maybe. And that was manageable for me. So I think if you're either starting out your business, if this is your first holiday season, kind of see how it goes, but also have time to know yourself, to know that like what you can handle. And always like, my thing is I, my eyes are always bigger than my stomach. So I like tell myself what I can handle. And then I dial it back way more. Cause I'm like, that's not, <laughs> that's not realistic. Oh, it's all about, you know, setting limits and then also just having coping mechanisms um, to sort of prep you for those uh, crazy uh, influxes of orders. So, you know, you, constantly have so many orders and you're doing it for both shops how do you manage all that yeah the two shops thing is a lot (laughs) um thankfully the demographic of my two stores is pretty different so like I at least have like like I know all my stoners will message me at two in the morning and I know all my other people will go like early like in normal people day um So that helps sometimes too, is just like literally having enough separation between the times I know they'll be busy with messages and things. Um, For Christmas, again, it was the same kind of thing where I had to make sure this year was my first year with two stores. So I did the same thing. I had the same rules. I had the same cutoff date and I had the same amount of order kind of rule of that where it was going to cut off. But this time, instead of having it for one store, I did that combined over both stores. So there was no point where I had over 70 orders for Christmas delivery, which was good. (laughs) Um, I think some of mine still didn't make it in time, which was unfortunate. Um, but only because they were delayed through the post office. So that was definitely, and it was hard for me too. I think a big thing that a lot of people can relate to is like the pain of turning down orders. Yes. It sucks. I hate it. I hate it not only because it makes me feel like I've lost an opportunity to make a sale and make like a customer out of someone. And also because I hate disappointing people. Like I hate having to say no to making this like really great gift for somebody's family member or something. And I hate being able like not being able to take on orders from return customers who are so good to me and I just don't have time for them. Or I'm like, oh, I'll fit it. Like my thing is like, oh, I'll be like, oh, I can just fit them in really quick. You know, like I've set my date so early this year, I'll have time to squeeze in all these extras. But that piles up when there's like 15 people who I'm just like, oh, I'll make this one exception for. 
right so that was that was painful for me this year it wasn't a mistake but it was something new for me because I never say no yeah that's something that I'm still trying to work on which is why I think um I was so stressed this year and I think that's something that just comes with time you know like you you almost allow yourself to set boundaries and like not I don't know if you ever get over that feeling of disappointment of like, you know, you thought of me specifically for this person's gift or gifts and I can't provide for you. But then on the other hand, it's like, okay, you know, it's one sale versus how much happiness or how much time or, you know, your ability to be able to put your all into the other orders too. It's so much going on. Yeah. It is just, it's, yeah. And it like like you said, like you're never probably gonna really be able to handle the disappointment of having to say no. I really do. I do feel bad. And the other thing though that I have kind of experienced this year just because my shop has grown pretty exponentially, I'd say, uh this year. Mm-hmm. I have moved from I feel like when I first started or even like when I was in school and this was more of a side hustle than it is now. I was very insecure about orders, kind of in the way that just like I would do anything to make a sale or keep an order. And I hated like feeling like I missed an opportunity to make some money and sell something. And I got very comfortable once I started getting like a consistent number of orders. I got more comfortable saying no because I knew that there would still be other people or other times that that person would order from me. So that was really helpful for me during the holiday season to set it so early and like not feel as bad about it because I'm more secure in my store and its ability to like flourish without me breaking my back trying to make orders. Yeah, I I want you to talk a little bit more about that just because, you know, that sort of insecurity on yourself and like that, that's such an overwhelming feeling. It's like, okay, I'm putting all this effort into promoting everywhere and sharing in all the groups and, you know, every platform. Why am I not making sales? Why am I not? Is my product not good enough? Am I not good enough? Like, how do you, how did you sort of work through that? Yeah, I think for this, it's like, since we're trying to keep it a little more holiday themed, I think for this, like, holiday season it was a lot I honestly just relied on what I had already built up throughout the year I think just in general like we mentioned now is not the time to try new products or like really load anything else on your plate other than these holiday orders it's not the time to try to be kind of promoting I don't know I think probably a few people will have noticed that I got pretty quiet on social media for about two months um I like disappeared and that was because like it's not you can't do everything all at one time so do the work the rest of the year to promote yourself grow your store get people that will think of you for the holiday season and then don't stress about it you know like you put in the work all the other months, it'll come out when people want to buy things from you or have you in mind during the holiday season. I think it's important to post often, just like during maybe like November when people start thinking about gifts and really like make Mm -hmm. it noticeable that you're there and like you have things to sell them that would be great for someone on their list. But as far as like once we're already in the holiday season, just work with what you have. Don't focus on growing your shop at that current moment (laughs) yeah no I I totally agree with you I think it's almost like you work so hard to uh you know innovate and promote and post and when you build up sales over the year 
you get the good reviews, you get the confidence in, you know, your product because you have people raving about it or sharing it with their friends or you're getting feedback. So you're sort of able to feel a bit more confident going into the holiday season of, okay, I have, you know, a consistent customer base and I know my product is good because people are buying, whether it's consistent or not, you still have people buying. Mm -hmm. So it almost takes like a little bit of stress off, but then it's still that stress of, okay, I'm either getting a lot of orders or I'm not getting a lot of orders and trying to figure out what to do about either of those situations. Yeah, for sure. And I think there's two more things I want to focus on specifically for holidays, which first one is a big one for me. And I know you can talk about this one too, since you're in school is not only just like time (laughs) management, but also how do you take care of yourself? during holiday rush oh because yes. this i will say if we're gonna gonna talk about mistakes uh this was a mistake i made every single year that i was in school i never learned how to not make this mistake um, <laughs> which was to not just drive myself into the ground trying to do school and my job and my etsy store because the holiday season is busy for everyone you know like school gets busy your work gets busy and this gets busy because people want gifts and so i would find myself Every year, every year except this year, I was at home on Christmas Eve trying to send out orders or like paint things or do resin. Like the day of Christmas, I was still working through orders and I would get to the point where like, and I don't talk about this a lot. I think this is good. Like we can talk about this maybe on the podcast too is like my self-care was horrible. Like even this summer when I got busy, I know we'll get to that in another episode, but I like every holiday season would get to a point where I would stop sleeping. I would stop eating. Mm-hmm. The only food I would eat was like, if my roommate was like, you're going to die. Here's some food. Like <laughs> I literally would stop eating and stop sleeping and do nothing but doing like running orders in my free time when I wasn't studying for a final or something. So I personally, that was a huge mistake I made, um, ever managed my time <laughs> well enough with other things. So like this year was all about me just setting boundaries and being confident in the fact that I would still make sales. Yeah, that's definitely something that I am hoping to work on uh, next year, especially just because, you know, this year, like my first holiday season. So I'm kind of just like, oh, I'm so excited that I had just gotten off this high of, you know, having my best month ever in November, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, making like just a ridiculous amount, like at least doubling my profits from the month before. So I was sort of just, you know, if I could do 500 open orders, like I can do the holiday season. But at the same time, you know, I had the struggle of, okay, I need to step away from my office and work on, you know, dissertation stuff or study for my finals or, you know, make time to go for a run or spend time with friends. Like, I think this whole work from home thing is making things a lot harder Mm -hmm. too, just because, you know, like I can have the separation between my office and my kitchen uh, table and you look and it's all there and you just, yeah, you just think about, oh my God, I have so many Etsy orders open and I have so many ideas and it's almost like, how do you even separate that? So I think next year, what I'm planning on doing is sort of just setting specific times and just scheduling every hour out like okay you know Monday I'm gonna do schoolwork from nine to six and then six to seven I'm going to just have 
dinner and cook and relax and listen to a podcast. And then after that, I can worry about business stuff, sort of compartmentalize. Yeah, that helped me a lot. I think this year I didn't have as much of it. I am also working from home, but it's not as, like I said, I, I just wasn't as busy this year. And I did, I will admit, I lost out on a lot of orders. I lost out on a lot of money, but it was a good, like, it was so much better for me than the alternative. I've done every year, but that did help me a lot too. I used to pick, and I still sometimes do, but I used to pick like a full day of the week and I'd be like, okay, this day is dedicated to school. This next day is dedicated to Etsy. This next day is dedicated to work. Yeah. That's what I find myself doing. Yeah. That's, that's been helping a lot because I think that consistency in the routine is just so key. That's something I would, you know, tell Mm -hmm. everybody to do. Yeah. And that was, that's definitely helpful, especially like, even if you're, new or even if you're not like a very high volume store it's always going to pick up around the holidays and so if you already have these Mm -hmm. kind of in place for when that happens I think is best instead of trying to like you have 500 orders now how do you handle that like already have it in place (laughs) uh, which I've been working on for six years and finally found something that kind of works for me of course next year my plan is like do the same thing find out a way to still make money and not stress myself out so that's kind of what I'm hoping to figure out next year so (laughs) see how that goes (laughs) but the last thing I want to talk about which was a huge thing this year and this is where I'm going to start cursing because it was a bit (laughs) was shipping so both of us yeah both of us (laughs) use the United States Postal Service um whatever we can get political too it's the only one that's cheap enough for small businesses so regardless yes. of how we feel about the post office, um, we can't really run our businesses with a private company. It's just too expensive. And they, since they're private companies, they don't have to deliver everywhere. So a lot of are not serviced by places like, or companies like UPS and FedEx. So USPS is really the only way we can run our businesses and we rely on them fully, which isn't always the greatest. Um, and this year, of course, during holiday season, on top of COVID and vaccines, right. what I heard a lot is that the like U- UPS and FedEx were the ones handling vaccines being delivered. So a lot of packages were also being shoved to USPS because of that. Um, I don't know if you heard, mm-hmm. that, but I heard that. Um, so shipping during the holiday season sucks. Uh, it's always bad it's bad for everyone I wish that I could like send all of my frustration to customers who are also frustrated just so that they know that like I am like however angry they are about delayed packages I am 10 times as angry as them 100 percent 100 like it's a lot so on top of having to prepare in time to finish your orders within a certain time frame so that you're not stressed and so that they get there in time yada yada you have to also make sure that they're finished in time to get delayed for two weeks or get lost for a week or have to be replaced because Mm -hmm. it was snapped in half when someone stepped on it like so yeah that was this year so why don't you just tell me a little bit about how shipping went for you this year Oh, my mental health. If you thought it was bad with the 500 open orders, it was exponentially worse with less open orders, but having to deal with the stress of the post office. So I will say that um, my Rolo printer was- Oh my gosh, we're going to have a whole episode. I want one entirely dedicated to the Rolo. (laughs) 
uh, honestly, Rolo, shout out to you. Love Sponsor you. Thanks us. for being my sanity. I, you remember the text where I'm like, my world has changed. And I sent you videos of just labels, you know, just printing out nonstop. It is so nice to not have to handwrite every oh address. God, I know. And, it really um, is. Yeah. And one thing, it was just, it was great. It was just a, such a good way to invest. So that, that was my one <laughs> great thing. But the reason that I mentioned the Rolo is because Etsy will let you um, provide tracking for envelopes. Um, so for the stickers for U.S. orders. And that has helped a lot um, just because, you know, when a customer asks, where's my order? I, you know, bought it December 3rd and it's still not here. And it's a couple of days before Christmas. I can provide them with the tracking number tell them where to track it and just say, you know, I sent it out this day. As you can see, once, once the letter leaves my hands and it goes into the mailbox or into the actual post office, when I hand deliver it to the office, not just leaving yes. it in a blue oh, my gosh, uh, mailbox yes. on the street. I mean, I was there, you know, six times a week um, towards the last. Oh yeah. And then my, so my they, they know me now. started, they were open on Saturdays and Sundays too. So I was there seven days a week oh. driving back to. Game yeah, changer. It was awesome. Game it was awesome. Changer. Oh my. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I was that girl rolling in at five fifty six when they. I know they hated. Oh my god. I know the they hated me. They there. I would walk in and like they gave me. So eventually they gave me their bins because I walked in with packages oh. and the woman behind the counter straight up looked at the bag of packages I had and said, "I'm not sorting those." <laughs> and I was like, honestly, I don't blame you. And so that's when she gave me all the bins to just do it myself, which was great, but. Yeah, so shipping, I know, like, I wish that we could, like, I don't know, we need, our, like, slogan for the show just needs to be, like, we do not control shipping. Like, <laughs> we don't. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I mean, <laughs> the number of times I've had, I've had so many wonderful customers, you know, thank you so much for the product, it came so quickly, but then some get lost in the mail, or some, you know, take a little bit longer, and then when I have customers jumping down my throat on Etsy Messenger, it's like, what can I, what can I do? It's like, sometimes people almost forget that you're a one person oh, business oh my gosh, or yeah. even a couple people working yeah. the business. It's like, you're a, you're a profile on Etsy. Um, so I can curse you out and tell you to, you know, go fuck yourself. Oh my God. Or that I'm horrible. Gonna, I'm, you've ruined I'm my gonna Christmas. fucking sue you. You've ruined my Christmas. Well, like, yeah, like I'm gonna write bad reviews, all the threats, you Which, know. Which, by the just, way, fun fun fact for anyone who does run Etsy: if anyone on Etsy Messenger ever threatens you with a bad review, you can report that. <laughs> yes, abuse at Etsy.com because I have seen. Uh, I'm on, you know, these Etsy seller Facebook groups, and the things that people will send to sellers, I'm very lucky that I don't think either of us has had to deal with that extent. Um, you know, some people have had customers stalking yeah, them. It gets rough. And- it gets really rough. And that's another one. Like, again, this is we're gonna talk about whatever we want. And that'll be another episode. Like ninety I mean, oh, yes. my, my own personal research is that ninety nine point nine percent of my customers are angels sent from heaven above. And the other point one percent um are just I I can't even find the words to describe to you how difficult they are um so we'll talk about that too but yeah with shipping I think the name of the game just in general I think for holiday season is to prepare 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 and 
don't try to do it right when it comes. So like be ready for holiday orders, be ready for shipping delays because they're going to happen every year. This year was especially bad because of the pandemic, but it's always bad. I mean, I've done, I know you said you hadn't really done a holiday season before this, but I'll let you know next year is going to be just as bad. It's always horrible. (laughs) The delays are always really bad and it's not anything that it's, it's not new to USPS. It's just that they can't handle, it's a bottleneck of not having enough people working and they can't hire people just for the holiday season. They can't even really hire people in general. So they can't, they can't avoid the delays. So we kind of just have to prepare for them. So I think managing, so we'll have another episode too about how to manage shipping and like the best way to do it and how to handle customers that are unhappy with their shipping. But that's another just like really important thing to note is like, that's another reason why saying, okay, this certain date is when I'm going to stop taking orders and then making it a week earlier is good because your package might be delayed for a month. I still have some. So today is the 27th of December. I have some that I sent on the 14th that still are not delivered. Uh, And they were Christmas orders, which really sucks. But um, thankfully, everyone's been really good about that kind of stuff. But you won't always have people that understand. So yeah, and you just have to prepare for that. That's I think another part of self care is just, you know, when you do get that message, um, or, you know, a couple harsh messages, you sort of take a step back. And it's like, what can I control? I can't control the post office. I shipped it out on time. I have all of my policies laid out, which is something that you should do. As oh, my soon gosh. As yeah. you open big, up the big mistake there was hyper not communication. This. Yes, hyper, hyper communication. And, you know, even if people don't read the announcements or don't read the shipping times, you have it there. So it's there for oh not reading. Make sure to hyper communicate. Oh I know I keep saying tip. it, but we just have so much to talk about. Like there are so many things we can cover. And I really yeah. hope that this helps some people. So I'm gonna I think we have rambled yeah. a lot, which is good. Um <laughs> I'm going to just kind of try to like hit some high points of what we talked about and kind of wrap this up for everybody. So first thing Love is it. holiday season for me, um kind of starts in the beginning of December. That's when I feel like people start to really care about Christmas presents. Uh, For you, it didn't stop though. So I think it just depends on your store, whether you're going full speed from Thanksgiving or if it kind of picks up then. So that's something you'll get used to as your store gets older or, you know, how many other holiday seasons that you go through um, is to prepare for when it gets Mm -hmm. busy. Um, Also prepping holiday items months in advance if you can. Um, sometimes weeks in advance. I know a couple of yours were not maybe as time intensive to figure out, but never try to experiment during holiday season. Holiday season is not the time to experiment. Nope. <laughs> it's not the time to push, you know, big social media campaigns. It's not the time to like do anything other than focus on holiday orders, I think is the big thing. Um, yes. And then yep. just more about cutting off orders. Know either a date that you want or a number of orders. I do both. Um, because it helped me this year, but I might change that for next year. And it sounds like you kind of did the same, <laughs> even though you were working from, you know, over 500 <laughs> during, <laughs> during election season. Um, and then oh, yeah. just time management wise, <laughs> I think just in general, there's some good tips we kind of threw out there for managing time, but 
it's always going to get busier in the holidays. So having, like you said, having your structure already set up, your schedule already set up and mm-hmm. having really good shop policies about what you do when things are delayed or just for orders in general, have it all set up before the holidays. I would say like a general prep for holidays is really more about making sure everything is like locked down tight. Like you have policies ready, you have your orders ready to go. You have your, whatever you're trying to make holiday wise is already done. Like it's, you're, you're going to be so stressed out trying to make things and so stressed out trying to get your orders out. Like don't add anything else to that. Now is the time. <laughs> not to be- Exactly. Exactly. I a hundred percent agree with you. And also the great thing about this podcast is that we're two separate small business owners with three shops combined, you know, between the two of us. So things that work for you and things that work for me might be different. And also for our listeners, it might be different. So it's really about experimenting, you know, make sure to have that self-care, make sure to have faith in yourself and confidence in yourself and just keep experimenting. Just, you know, a little bit. Yeah, before the exa- exactly. Like, I love that. Like <laughs> having the confidence to make it through the holiday season, but just do it a little bit in advance. You'll thank yourself later. I can speak from experience yes. so that I'm not so that <laughs> yes, I continue 100%. eating and showering and you know all the things <laughs> during during the holiday season. Um, and also just shout out to USPS. We love you, but also God, you're disorganized. <laughs> love you and we can't wait to keep funding you. But sometimes but please, please, please you're the worst. Get it together. <laughs> Okay, well, I mean, <laughs> it's a love it. It's okay. Right, that's a good one. So, thank you to all of our listeners. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Let us know what you want to hear. You know, check us out. I'm spicy sensing. That's right. And Wild Iris Crafts on mine. One day I'll reveal my second store and we'll talk more about it. But I'm a Weenie Hut junior. We got to get to that <laughs> another day. <laughs> I'm scared because it's a little spicy, although this is spicy and wild. So, I guess I got to I gotta whip that out. Yes, she is. Second. <laughs> if it's, I can't understand you, you know, yes or no. Yes, she is. Oh, my God. The joys of being home for the holidays. It's time for Eleanor to food. And my mom is like, oh. "Where? where's your cat? <laughs> <laughs> hey, but that was it is. So, Okay, so now uh, we must go. It's Eleanor's uh, dinner time. And we can't miss that, you know. <laughs> She's... More important than life. Totally agree. Um, But yeah, so this was good. This was totally agree. Um, So we'll try to explore a little bit. I know, like I said, this one for our our business owners will be a little PTSD ish since we just kind of finally got through the holiday season. But everybody, get a glass of water if you're into that, or vodka if you're into that, Uh, (laughs) and (laughs) de-stress because we made it through another holiday season. (laughs) all right until next time (laughs) yes bye Bye. yay we did it all right so i'm gonna try and upload it and then edit it and see how okay that sounds good i am going to eat some dinner real quick and then if you want we can do another episode okay sure i'm gonna go feed my cat then we can all right perfect sounds good ew i'm so excited We did it! We did our we first did podcast! Someone's gonna listen to it. Maybe not everyone, but someone will listen. Hey, it'll be us. It'll be us. So, you know, okay, I'm gonna get dinner and then I'll just text you when I'm ready to start the next one. Okay, bye.